I love that song, man. Oh, man, I love that song. I love that song. I'm, by the way, I'm just, I don't know why I was just singing it. But yeah, man, um, welcome back to the, uh, whatever you want to call it, podcast with your host, me, Marquise Nash. You already know what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about NBA free agency. We don't know what we're going to talk about today, but I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about NFL free agency. We're going to talk about the, we're going to give the letter grades for the NBA. We're going to give some letter grades for the NBA, some NBA players. We're also going to talk about, uh, this, all the stuff that's going on in the NFL, NBA, baseball. We're going to talk about the, uh, former French, former Packer player get signing a deal with their form, their team now. We're also going to be talking about like this Packer stuff. We're going to be talking about Brewer stuff, Milwaukee Brewers especially. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. So let's get right into it, people. Uh, NFL free agency, man, it's it's one of the things where you it goes it goes it goes in and it comes out. I don't know what that means, anything, but that, I mean what I which I'm what I mean by that is it's like it's like a holiday almost in a sense. Like it, it goes so fast. It like it goes so like you NFL free agency is here and then it's gone the next day so you just got to get ready for it and then hope that your team signs your player back whoever that's on the team that you need to sign back hopefully they sign them back and we got some news in the NFL that uh some signings some uh people that got signed back to their teams or signed to different teams so let's get right into it people we got uh let me look at my research department because. Which is me basically looking on my phone and my notes. Put it in my notes, actually. Yeah, put it in my notes. Who us? Uh, okay, so we got uh, Micah Hyde signs a two-year extension with the Baltimore, not the Baltimore Ravens, <laughs> uh, the Buffalo Bills. A two-year worth nineteen million dollars, not a year, but just and combine them two years because <laughs> uh, people would have thought that was. And then we got Ty Montgomery signing a one-year deal, a veteran. Benefit deal that is and that's included, included and in, included in that deal. It's a signing bonus, uh, safety, uh, uh, safety for the Bronco, the safety for the Broncos. Justin Simmons is going to sign roughly a one year deal worth thirteen point seven million dollars a year, and that's the franchise tag tender. Um, and then let's talk about free agent for free agents while we're talking about people getting signed. Uh, well, let's talk about NFL free agency and the top guys that are right now in in the NFL uh, that could possibly get signed to teams. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go to. Uh, so we have Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. We already know. That, I mean, that's just been a story that's been going on forever. I'm gonna probably give y'all like the top ten. I'm not really gonna give y'all a lot because it's so many. It's 55. It was like a hundred. Almost. It's probably over over 50. Uh, players that are free agents this year, so I mean, I'm not gonna go over all of them, but I'm just gonna go over probably like the top five, 15, probably most likely, or the ones I like. <laughs> I'm just gonna give you that, but um, yeah, like I said, Dak Prescott, man, that's been a long story. I don't know where I actually feel like he should stay, I don't think he should go to nowhere else, but the best bet for him 
it's a. I mean, I think Dallas is gonna probably have to eventually just sign him back because I'm, for me, it's like, what are you looking at? Like you, you're gonna look at a rookie that you got to probably develop, and it's still going, and then y'all gonna probably suck for a couple years. So it's like, would you rather do that or just sign Dak Prescott back and y'all just y'all don't really have to do a lot? Because if y'all get a rookie quarterback, most likely you're gonna have to train him to the. He's not gonna be like NFL ready, so he you're gonna have to probably bring in another veteran or some like somebody like Andy Dalton that's gonna probably win you probably six games. He's not gonna he's not gonna win you any playoff games like that. He's not gonna make you get you to the playoffs. I'm just gonna tell you that straight up. Unless Zeke just goes off for two thousand yards, uh, two thousand yards rushing next year. I mean that's the only way that happened, but. He haven't showed any flashes of his old old Zeke, and we always talk about Fat Zeke, and because we always got this, oh man, Zeke is big now, and and that's I think those are always the problem being a running back, just the overweightness, like it's just being overweight. It's only a couple quarter, and it's quarterbacks are it's as late that's been happening, like Eddie Lacy just gained all out of weight, he, and we always used to pick on him, like man, that's fat, yeah, it went fat Eddie Lacy or skinny Eddie Lacy, and I think of course it's just it's a problem. In the NFL right now, where the running backs can't never stay healthy. I mean, you got the same thing with Leonard Fournette. He was came out of college, man. He was I, I looked like the next Herschel Walker, and then it just then he just flopped. Like, and he flopped in the Jags, and I mean, he did decent in the Buccaneers, but he didn't really play as like the player I saw in college. When I player I saw in college, I was like, he's the next Herschel Walker. He like he I was like he's he has the ability to just take over game, take over games. He's like the Nick. Ch- like he, I saw him as like a Nick Chubb kind of guy. Like he's gonna play ball out. He has good speed. He has a good forty. I think his forty is like a four or five. I, I'm not for sure, but he's a fat. He's a pretty. He's pretty pretty guy when he can be when he can like when he can get get to the top speed. He's pretty a uh, pretty speedy guy. He has good strength. I mean, he had fumbling problems in uh in the LSU, but I mean, you can work on that. But man, I thought I felt. I mean, it's not over. Not it's not over for Leonard Fournette by a long shot. I don't think it is. It never is. But I just think now that he's in his career and he had one championship, it's now like he has less value. I'm I'm and I'm just telling that the truth. The truth. I mean, it's it, he doesn't really have no value like that. Like ain't no team gonna say, okay, we want to pick this guy up. Like, it. I mean, they will. I think they will. I'm not saying that he's not like, because when people say, "Oh, is he not?" What do you mean by value? Like, I'm not saying like valuable value and like they're not gonna pick him up. I'm just saying high value. Like he's not gonna get that big money right now. He's just not. He hasn't proved it to anybody. To say, okay, I'm gonna pay you 13 million dollars a year. I'm. He, he hasn't done that yet. He has. He's not on that level yet, and he's still young. So I don't. Expect it, it to be like, oh my god, like worry about it now. But he's 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 not at that level yet where you have to say, okay, pay him big money. Like Nick Chubb, you're gonna have to pay him big money. Christian McCaffrey, you're gonna have to pay him big money. Aaron Jones, you're gonna have to pay him big money. Uh, what's the guy's name? Oh my god, it's another guy I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, Saquon Barkley, you're gonna have to pay him big money. Like you, them guys, you're gonna have to pay them big. Mo- about your starting price is going to be 13 mil. Like, that's the starting price for them guys. Like, you're going to have to pay them, them that, amount, that amount of money. But, like, with Leonard Fournette, it's not. like I don't see him getting that amount of money yet. I, and I'm saying yet because I'm not going to doubt the guy and say 
he doesn't he he's not gonna get it at all. He can. It just I think in order for that to happen, he needs to be a starting running back for some team or whoever team that he goes on. If he stays with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or he goes somewhere else, that's the only way that he's gonna get that amount of money. If he has at least one or two years, I think all he really needs is like a two two years where he has a a thousand to fifteen hundred yard. 1,500 uh, rushing yard seasons. He only needs about that one or two, and he's he's going to get that money, I think. But for me, I, I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's the way the, the system is working for him. I think he's just going to he's gonna take that $5 million and just and, and go wherever he needs to go. Like, that's the I'm, I'm, the highest amount of money I think he's going to get right now, about about $5 mil. He's not going to get a lot because people are going to still be risky and say, okay, I can't really trust him. He's injury prone, so it's like they're not really going to give him that big money, like big money. Like I said about them guys that I just talked about, they're not going to give him a thirteen million contract. They're going thirteen million dollar contract. They're going to give him about five million, and just say, okay, play with that. And it's not, and they're not going to give him like a long term deal. Like he's at the most, he's going to probably get a two year, three year deal. He's not going to get any four or five year deals. He's probably going to get like at the most three. With like a uh, where where with a uh, what's it called? Oh God, with a, a one year option or something like that. Like it's it, that's gonna go. It's gonna come with one of them kind of deals. What he's gonna probably have to get a one year, a three year deal. What could option to sell? Okay, if I want to opt out or not to get to make big money. But I'm most like he's gonna stay that year. He's not gonna opt out. But yeah, so for me, that's what I feel about like Leonard Fournette and that that kind of wave and Dak Prescott. Like that is the guy that I just feel like for me you have to keep him. You have to keep, if you're if you're the Cowboys and you're Mike McCarthy and that organization and Jerry Jones, you need to keep Dak Prescott. I think if you don't keep Dak Prescott, he's gonna torture you next for the next four years. He's gonna think about that every year he plays you, and then don't mess around. He goes to some team like the Redskins or the he's not gonna go to the Giants, but if he goes like some team like the Redskins or something like that. Or and he just comes and say, okay, yeah, now I got to play you two day, two years, two days in a row, not two days, but two games in a row, two not two games in a row either. But like he needs to play you twice in a season. Like don't mess around and let him go to the same division, which is is awful for them. But it's gonna be good for everybody else. But it's gonna it's gonna be good good for me because I get to see the Cowboys fall. But it's gonna be bad for the Cowboys because the Cowboys are gonna get torched every time because Dak is gonna remember you didn't sign me. So. And it's gonna be all, and I think the, all this blame, all this stuff that this that controversy, I'm putting all the blame. I mean, it's equal blame on everybody in the organization, but I, mainly the main blame is Jerry Jones. And I'm sorry, I keep on speaking about Jerry Jones. And people, and Cowboy fans might agree with me. I don't know if you might agree with me or not. Agree with me or not? But um, you, if you and then if you don't agree with me or you agree with me, you can go to my uh my pod, not podcast. Yeah, you can go to my podcast. Um, uh, on my Twitter, you can go to the Marquise 95 sports, M A R K E S E 95 sports. You can go to my Twitter and like, you can message me or whatever. And we can talk about, we can talk about it. You can tweet me. You can, we can talk about that. Or you can go to my Instagram and you can, um, DM me and you can go to Marquise 95 sports on my, uh, on my, uh, Instagram, all that's together for both my Twitter and my Instagram Marquise 95 sports. And you could DM me, and then we could talk about it there. Or you, if you want to go to Facebook, you want to go old school and go Facebook. You can go to Marquise ninety five. You can, I mean, I'm Marquise ninety five sports, but you can go to the whatever you want to call a podcast Facebook page. 
and you can go there and you can message me and we can talk about it there. So it really doesn't really matter. I, at the end of the day, I feel like Cowboys fans understand what I'm talking about here. I mean, I, and I've been in an organization. I mean, I have. I ain't worked for an organization, but I have. Uh, I'm a fan of an organization that have done that, which is a la the Packers. Where they don't, where right, and that's what we're going through right now with Aaron Jones. The Packers not signing back Aaron Jones. I don't know what is going on with the Packers and not signing Aaron Jones. I don't know what the Packers are trying to do. I don't. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, Aaron Jones is probably the top, a top five running back in the entire NFL, and the Packers are just moving. It just seems like they're not moving their feet with Aaron Jones. It, it just like their feet is just stuck in mud or something, or stuck in uh, quicksand or something on quicksand. It just seems like they're not trying to like just sign Aaron back Aaron Jones, which is stupid. I don't know what are you looking for. I mean, you want to go get a rookie and they had to they help help didn't have to develop him into a, a good enough running back to. Play with Aaron Jones. Play with Aaron Rodgers because playing with Aaron Rodgers is not like just playing with any other quarterback. Because like if you play, okay, say if, for example, you go to t- some team like a weak team like uh, I think we, we, I would say Cleveland, but Cleveland is really good this year, so you can't even say Cleveland no more. I'll say I'll, I'll say some team like the uh, Jets. Now, if you go to some team like the Jets and you get a rookie uh, running back, okay, that's decent because. You're already in a rebuild mode anyway, so you you went on, you don't really care. Not to say you don't care, but you really it's really not like you. It, it really doesn't matter because all you you need to develop your or your culture anyway. So you might as well sign a running back and try to sign new people. So it really doesn't matter. But for me, I think the way the Packers are set up, I think they just need to get guys in the right position. And then now on top of that, the Packers are not signing back Corey Corey Lindsley are all pro center. I don't know why the Packers are not signing the back. Most likely, I know why. It's Packers are cheap. They don't want to sign want to sign a guy like Corey Lindsey back, which is stupid. I don't know. I don't know why the Packers do this. They I, and they make it hard on everybody else by doing this. Like it's specifically Aaron Rodgers, and I think. If Aaron Rodgers decided now to leave, I'm not going to say I'm going to be, because I was just talking to my sister about this. Like, I want, I'm not going to say, if Aaron Rodgers say a oh, fuck it and I'm, and leaves, I'm not going to be that guy to be like, oh man, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a bandwagon. I'm not for, I'm still going to be a Packers fan, but I'm going to be a double, uh, I'm going to be a double fan. I'm going to be a fan of the Packers and whatever team Aaron Rodgers is on. I'm, and I'm just sorry because it's, it, at this point, it's irritating because, it's it's like I don't know I don't get what the Packers organization is thinking like to not sign back Corey Lindsley like uh, uh, but the thing about this I what I kind of got optimism about is the Packers are really good at signing like or signing not even signing just signing or drafting good uh what's his name or uh, in, signing drafting or developing offensive guys so I'm not worried as much as I'm worried about Aaron Jones like I'm worried about. Corey Lindsay, but at the same time, I, at the same time, I'm more worried about Aaron Jones because I, I we can deal with having. Well, I'm gonna say we need. We can deal with having an unknown offensive guy because at the end of the day, you got the, the main goal is to protect Aaron Rodgers. The reason why Aaron Rodgers was so successful last year because our offensive line was damn near perfect. They were damn near perfect until the until the right time. Until the time they needed to be, which was against the Buccaneers, but that was a—I didn't say that was a fluke. 
I'm not gonna say that the Buccaneers deserve to win the championship or whatever. I I really don't want to go through that whole process. But at the end of the day, the the Packers offensive line was damn near perfect last year, and like like I said, until the right time, until they um, until the Buccaneers game, then they kind of flopped it a little bit. But um, yeah, so for me, it just I just felt like I just felt like the Packers are really good at that. So. I'm not as worried as like like I said the Aaron Jones deal the Jamal Whip. I really feel like they're not gonna sign if they do sign back Aaron Jones because I've been hearing rumblings of or not even rumors but the Packers GM is thinking about franchise franchise tagging Aaron Jones. So I mean that might be good because now you give you give him more time. Aaron Jones is gonna sign that deal most likely. He's gonna sign it. I mean he might not. He might just say fuck it and I want to sign a. Um, deal now, which I wouldn't be mad at, because I mean, if you were like a person like me, I want my money now. I don't want to wait. Because what if you do another? Because you could do two of them. You could do two franchise tags uh, of being per, per person. So you can do, I think, two or three. It might be three. I don't know if it's two or three. I gotta check my research department on that. But it might be two or three. I think you could do. You can do to a uh, one player. So I don't. I'm, if I'm if I'm Aaron Jones, I'm probably gonna demand. Okay, sign me now. But if he might take it. He might just take it and say, okay, fluff it or fuck it and just take it. And he might just say that and just, okay, man, I'll just take it. And he'll just take that deal and then just, okay, I'll, I'll just wait till next year. But I, for me, I wouldn't be surprised if he said, okay, man, I don't want to do it. And I want to sign a deal now. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be worried because I'm just, I'm just I, I don't know. I'm a Packers fan. I've been a Packers fan pretty much since. The beginning of time, not beginning of time, but I've been a Packers fan since I was a baby. I mean, I've been watching Packers games since like 2003. Like my first time, first Packers game I watched, not the first Packers game I watched, the the time I came, became a Packers fan or I started watching it on like with regularity was probably right after, like right after the Brett Favre era, like right after Brett Favre retired or so-called retired. And then they, that little thing between that rift between like Aaron Rodgers and like Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and uh what's his name Brett Favre came and it was kind of like they they was like oh my god some people hated that Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback and some people was like okay Aaron 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 is the new guy y'all gotta just, y'all gonna have to suck it up Brett Favre time was is gone long gone now so it was like I became a Packers fan around that era which is like the I think I would say like the two thousand three two thousand two era. 2002 to 2003 era, so that was kind of like that point on point in the moment in my life where I became a Packers fan. So I was a Packers fan pretty much for like I think like 15, 20 years. What is that? 20 years? That's probably like 17. That's like it's probably like 18. Yeah, 18 years because 2021. About 18 years I've been a Packers fan. So I mean, it just for me it felt like I just, I just felt like it was just like something that. I just, I don't know why it would, and of course we have these outliers that are not Packers fans that are from Milwaukee, but it just have people that from Chicago. So they just become Chicago Bears fans, which is, I don't get it, but whatever. But, um, we'll talk about that for another day. But, um, yeah. So speaking of, like I said, speaking of free agency, like I said before, we're going to talk about, uh, the top, like the top 10, uh, free agents. So we, of course we talked about Dak already. Uh, Trent Williams for the, what's his name? That Trent Williams. So, yeah, I think he's going to probably stay where the team he's at. He's going to ask for some big money, too, also. But I, I just feel like some of these guys are just going to stay where they at. And, and I think sometimes the media 
and I'm of course I'm somewhat part of the media now. So I think sometimes the media kind of hypes it up. So it kind of makes it seem like, oh, they're going to go somewhere else and they don't. And it's kind of, it makes it less exciting. Can we go through this every year? We get excited and riled up that some teams are going to get trades. It's going to be a big trades and stuff. And it never happens. We just feel like, oh my God, something big is going to happen and it doesn't. So it just, I don't know why. It just, for me, it feels like that way. And then it, and then we also got Allen Robinson from the Bears. I think Allen Robinson is going to go somewhere else. I think a good fit for him would be like the Steelers. Since Big Ben is back or Big Ben is playing, the good fit for him would be like I think like the Steelers or like the Cardinals. That'd be a good because the Cardinals are probably since they got JJ Watt now. I think uh, they got they got they just need a couple more receivers. I think to add in add to that that uh, receiving core, we got the D Hop and you got Kyle Murray as a quarterback. You can win it and you can win a Super Bowl with with uh, Kyle Murray. Even D Hop said that so. I mean, they got him, and they got a decent defensive line, especially adding J.J. Watt to that whole D-line, D, D man, or that defense. That's going to make them even more explosive. And the Seattle, with their problems right now, I don't see how they're going to – or Seattle and L.A., their problems right now, oh, man. It gives t- people like the Cardinals chances to get, like, getting slip into their playoff spot, some playoff spots. And, of course, we know that – I mean, I think we know that uh, what's his name? Russell Wilson's gonna probably make magic anyway. Even, even what, whatever he got, whatever he has on his team, he's gonna make magic. Or whoever he has on the team, he's gonna make magic. What, what he got? So I mean, I'm not really worried about the Seahawks really because it, I think this is all hoop lot right now. Hoop a lot right now. I don't think it's not really going to like. I, I think right now it's not even going to be. I don't. I wouldn't worry if I'm a Seattle fan. I would be more. Like the teams that you need to that that fans need to worry about. Of course, I said Packers. You need to worry about that right now. I mean, you got some Cowboy fans. You need to worry a little bit right now. I mean, New England, if you want to, you can worry a little bit too. I mean, you got a lot of teams that should be on the worry list, like <laughs> on the, the list of worry. I don't know. I don't know if I that was I was right. The list of worry. I mean, which whatever you want to call it, the the list of worry or the worry list i mean it really doesn't make it make a difference but uh yeah also you have we got Leonard williams for the giants i mean i think like i said he's gonna sign back with the giants i mean he might go somewhere else for big money but most of the i think most of the guys are gonna stay with their teams i, I really feel like that we I mean, got justin simmons I already spoke about him he signed a franchise tag with the broncos he's not going anywhere chris godwin he can go some places and i'm a packers fan I'll be. I'll have my eye on him. Chris Godwin is a good player, and I think the Buccaneers are set up. They're set up in a kind of. And I think the Buck Chris Godwin is going to leave most likely because they're going to have to pick between Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, and they're going to pick Mike Evans all day every day. So I just think Chris Godwin is going to be just left out, and that's just me how I feel about the Buccaneers system. Buccaneers system is built and built. It's built to be great offensively, especially with their uh, wide receivers. So I just think right, Chris Godwin is not like, I'm not saying that he's not a part of their plan or they're not good without him or with him. I, I think for me, I just think it's too much money on the table to put, to say, okay, we're going to sign back Chris Godwin too. I mean, they might, they might, I mean, might be having enough cash or um, cash to do that, but I just don't feel like they're going to sign back uh, Chris Godwin, because they're gonna, like I said, they're gonna have to pick between one of the two and say, okay, which one are we gonna pay him or him? And they're gonna pick Chris. They're not gonna pick Chris Godwin. 
they got to pick somebody else. And I think that he'll be another fit, great fit for the Cardinals too. Also, um, and then all oh, what else we got? We have we got uh JJ Watt. He already know where he signed. He signed with the Cardinals. Shaq Barrett. This again, this is one of the people I think is gonna sign back with, with their team. I think Shaq Barrett is he's gonna get big money, and the Buc- Buccaneers are gonna sign him that big money. I mean, he was a big part of that defense that went nuclear, nuclear against everybody pretty much in the NFL right now. I mean, other with the exception of the Saints. But it, they kind of went nuclear against the Saints in the playoffs. So, I mean, they were balling. They were balls to the walls. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they're going to check. I think they're gonna, he's going to sign back him. So, I think they're going to – most of these players that I'm talking about now, they're probably going to sign back with their teams. I don't think they're going to go anywhere. Uh, and then also we got Aaron Jones again. I think they're going to – the GM been talking about franchise tagging them, and they haven't – Oh, uh, zero that out to say, okay, we're not going to franchise tag him. But if they do, they most likely will franchise tag Aaron Jones and just get it over with. But I think Jamal Williams is that one guy that probably, I think, and the crazy thing is, I don't think Jamal Williams would ask for a lot of money, though. I don't think he would ask for, like, Aaron Jones type money. I think he would just ask for, like, a, I'll say a five-year, five, like a like a four- or three-year deal with, like, about $5 million each every year. So, I'm... I don't think he would ask for like big money, so I, I I don't think or he probably would ask at the most. I think he would ask for like three mil. I think that's all. Uh, that's what he because I think he's he's still him and Aaron still on the their rookie contract. So I think most likely Jamal asked for probably like five million at the most a year. So I think it, it wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But the Packers are notoriously cheap, so I I don't know what the Packers are gonna do right now. So. That's just I, I. That's how I feel about the Packers. The Packers have been known to be notoriously cheap for no reason at all, and never, never takes chances. The Packers, the, the 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 Bucks were like that, but the Bucks know now that okay, Giannis is the future. So they now they're not like so cheap. They, and they think about it. Like I said, it goes back to ownership. It goes back to the GMs, the 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 ownership. If the ownership feels that way, then the team is gonna feel that way. The same thing with any other team or any like any team, soccer, baseball, football, soccer, anything. If the owner feels that way, that's gonna trickle it out to everybody else, the GMs, the 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 ownership. Like it's it's gonna go to coaching. It's gonna feel the same way. And that's and I I hate that, but it's it always happens like that. You look at the own when you see a bad team, what you look at is the ownership. You look at okay, look at the owner and what he's doing. If he's not doing nothing, you be like, okay, that's why y'all suck. Then you be like, okay, that's why y'all suck. You look at, for example, again, I hate bringing up the Cowboys, but they're a great example right now. They, you see how terrible they are? Look at the ownership. Look at how they treat treat Dak Prescott. They're not signing a guy. I don't know why, but they're not even signing them. They're not even trying to think about franchise tagging them or nothing like that. They just say, okay, fuck it, we just gonna sign. We not even gonna sign them. I mean, they, I think they were trying to franchise tag him, but Dak. This whole now, which I would do too. I mean, uh, for me, it's like, okay, bro, who who are you looking at? That's gonna be that's gonna not that's gonna win more games than I am. I'm just saying. I mean, it, I would accept you got Jimmy. Okay, what do you say? Okay, what about Jimmy Garoppolo? Because people would say, okay, Jimmy Garoppolo would be a good deal for Cowboys fans. No, they wouldn't. Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't even pass like that, and he couldn't even. They forced him to not pass at all in the Super Bowl. So that wouldn't be a good deal. Andy Dalton, we already know how that turned out. He's not a win. He's a loser. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, 
Cincinnati Bengals fan or if you are an Andy, Andy Dalton fan or even Andy Dalton himself, I'm sorry, but you are a loser. I mean, and it might say, oh, man, you know, you don't play football, so you how you going to call somebody a loser and you, don't, you ain't playing in the NFL? Yeah, I know, but I don't really care. So <laughs> I don't really care what people talk, talk, talking about. Say, oh, you, you ain't playing football, so how you going to call somebody a loser and you ain't been to this level? Yeah, I haven't, but I mean, I mean the history speaks for itself. He's a loser. He hasn't won any playoff games at all, even when he had a good coaching staff. And uh, what's the guy's name? Oh, God, I forgot. They got the two coaches. But when they had a good starting five, they had a good run. This is a, not starting five. I'm thinking of foot basketball. But when they had a good starting 11, and I'll say that, they they're good starting 11, they had a good defense or a somewhat good defense, they still sucked. And the reason why is because Andy Dalton. I'm sorry. It just it is what it is. I mean, either it's the ownership because when you look at some teams and why they struggle, like I said, you look at the you look at the ownership. The same thing with the Jets. You look at okay, they're really terrible. Look at the ownership. Look how they treat their players, and you see okay, that's a, this is the reason why they suck. This is the reason why they're doing this. The same thing with the Packers. You look okay, why the Packers are not signing back guys? Why the guy the Packers? But the Packers have been doing this for years. I mean, years they've been doing this. It's not this haven't just started with Aaron Rodgers. This started with this start the is starting where they don't just don't sign back guys and that guys go out in free agency and then the guys that go out in free agency end up balling out where they already at. A la Micah Hyde, he went to the Buffalo Bills and now he's balling, got getting two year deals and extensions because the team wants him. And same thing, I mean Ty Montgomery's like probably no exception, really, but I mean you got guys that go out in free agency and the Packers don't sign them back and they just go to the other teams and ball out. And I'm, if and I'm the, if I'm the Buccaneers too, I'm, I'm not saying that Packers. I want him to come back, but the back, it looking like the Packers are not going to sign him back. If I'm the Buccaneers, I would try to sign him. I would try to if and you most likely a, a team is going to be so quick to uh, uh, sign Corey Densley because like I said, he stays healthy primarily. He stays healthy. He's a good blocking center. He's good at communication with his quarterback. So it's no, it's no thing to not sign him back. It's no like it's, it ain't no really convincing your ownership or your team to say, okay, do we really want to sign a guy? Look at his history. He's been primarily healthy. I mean, with the exception of this year and a little bit of last year, he's been primarily healthy. So, and then when he does play health, when he is healthy. It just he's he's really good. He's really really good. So I don't know, man. For me, it just felt like that. Like today, this this week, it just been I don't know. I just been irritating a little bit because I just <laughs> I don't know. I just been irritating. But it just I know I do know why it's been irritating because the Packers are just like I said they moving their feet on Aaron Jones and I'm, it's really pissing me off. It just it just like I don't get it. Some of these owners I really don't or the GMs I really don't get it. I really don't get why. How was convincing to like? How was okay to convince somebody? Okay, sign the guy back. And I think that what they're probably trying to do too is trying to sign other free agents, like uh, any uh, somebody on defense or whatever. But I just feel like the Packers should have did this a long time ago instead of just rushing now. Because now they're rushing because because uh, ju- Aaron Rodgers didn't put the pressure on him now. Because now he balled out and y'all said he wasn't that good like that. Which is, because I think pretty much Packers kind of when he came in. And the uh, the Packers ownership kind of did that little statement and said, "Okay, don't be a problem, Aaron." When Malafor came in, it's kind of like you put it, you stabbed him in the back and said, "Okay, yeah, you, you just don't be the problem, Aaron. Don't be don't be a diva." And it's like I don't care if he's a diva or not; he deserves it. 
He won you your only championship in the last, what, 15 years? So it's like, come on, man. Like, stop playing with this, man. Like, it pisses me off when you I see teams like that waste talent. They get people like Dak Prescott or Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson, and they just waste their time, like, waste their complete time. It pisses me off because it's like, you got guys like that 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 they're yearning for it to go to the even not even to go to the playoff to go to the playoffs and win a championship and win the NFL championship and win a Lombardi championship. They're yearning for that. They want that, but then you don't build a team around them. That pisses me off for anybody that I just and that just piss that that irks me. That just that just oh my god that that just grinds my gears. Like uh, Peter Parker said on um. Uh, Pete Parker said on Family Guy, that just grinds my gears. Oh, my God, that just grinds it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh, God. It, it just, it's it's ridiculous how some of these teams does it, do it, do their, do their players. And it shows for anybody. I, it, I don't care. I'm, I'm not going to go to another subject because just thinking about it just makes me want to punch an owner in the face. I'm sorry. It just, I'm sorry. It just makes me feel like that. If I see an owner, I just want to punch him in the face. It's like, what are you doing? Like, it just, it made me want to step on your toe. Like, get a rock, get some steel toe boots, and just step on your big toe. And just sit, and then when I step on it, I just want to, I'm going to just leave it there. I'm not even going to move it. That's what I want to do right now to some of these owners. Just step on your big toe, your, not even your big toe, your pinky toe, and just sit in it. And just sit there, and just squeeze it, and just push it down on it. Because it's just... It's irritating. It's irritating. I'm like, you see that pain? That's how we feel right now. I'm like, that's how we feel. Just make me want to go to the lake and say, okay, go kick that rock with your socks off. That's what I want you to do. Just some of these owners, I'm like, okay, go to the go to the lake where a whole where a whole bunch of rocks are, and just go take your socks off and just kick it. I'm like, you feel that pain? I said, that's how we feeling right now. That I'm like, okay, you get it now? Okay, yeah, now sign them now. It just it just makes me it's pissing me off, man. It really does, man. It's just really pissing me off. But we're going to go to another subject because I'm already kind of getting riled up. <laughs> I'm getting super riled up. I'm just, oh, my God. I, I can't I can't talk about football and ownership so long because that, that starts to get to get in my nerves a little bit. And then also, we're going to talk about today. What are we also going to talk about today? We're going to we talk about NFL free agency. I can talk about NFL free agency all day, though, by the way. Uh, and we're going to talk, oh, we're going to talk about Chris Paul and the Suns. We talking about letter grades. We gave everybody letter grades and stuff. We're not gonna, I don't per se. We're not gonna give them letter grades per se, but we're gonna give them. We'll get some mid season awards. So the mid season awards. I don't. I, I and for me, I'm okay. MVP. I know probably most likely it's LeBron right now. That's my mid season award right. Even though they the, the uh, actually the crazy thing is I feel like it's up in the air right now for me because the Lakers been struggling right now even with like ads out. And the Nuggets have, haven't really been playing to their to, to their um to their like to their liking. So I don't think it even I don't think it's right now for me for me my look my MVP right now is Joel Embiid right now because Joel Embiid and the Seven Sixers are the only team that's really somewhat consistent because I mean the Lakers like I said the Lakers been struggling without AD and then the Nuggets there's the seventh seed so I'm not gonna give it to them right now I'm sorry I'm not. I mean, Jokic is balling. He's averaging damn near a triple-double. So, I mean, that's good. But, I mean, it's just, I'm not going to give it to Joel Embiid. I mean, I'm not, I'm not Joel Embiid. I'm not going to give it to Jokic right now. And I'm not going to give it to LeBron right now. I got to see some more tape. I got to see, see because now if LeBron would have been balling without AD, 
I'm okay. That's convincing, and I'm not. I'm not dissing LeBron or nothing like that, and saying that he's not great because he is, and he probably will still end up winning MVP just on the simple fact of where his team is at and how they started. Like they started with less time than anybody. Like they started faster than anybody. I mean, they started like the season with only like only having like 78 days of rest. So and there to be like a top seed with that with that amount of rest. I mean, it just make it just. It just it's really crazy, but for me, yeah, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it LeBron yet, but LeBron could easily take it. Like after this, after AD comes back, he might still take it, still end up taking it. So I, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna say it's out he out of the picture because he will never be out of the picture. If LeBron's healthy and he's averaging 26 and he's getting 10 assists a game and about seven rebounds, he's gonna always be in the MVP race. It just it never fails. It just never fails. Jokic, by on the other hand, it's kind of like he's averaging actually having them near a triple double, so he might get it. He might get like a couple votes, but I think ultimately they're gonna give it LeBron. Ultimately, I think they're gonna give it to LeBron this year because LeBron been missing out. LeBron should have got it last year, even though Giannis won it last year. LeBron felt like he should got it last year, so it's like they're gonna give it to him this year just to give him give him to him. I'm not gonna say they give him to him out of petty or nothing like that because people would think, oh, you just didn't so they giving it to out just. Just out of old, they just getting tired of hearing LeBron, hearing LeBron voice about when they be. I don't think that. I don't think that at all. I just think they're just gonna give it to him because he deserves it. But um, yeah. And speaking of MVP though, man, I, I and I might just be talking as a pack a Bucks fan, and I just might be saying like this all because I'm I watch a lot of Bucks games. But why is why is Giannis not an MVP race? I mean, I'm just saying because if you gonna put Jokic in there, you might as well put Giannis in there because Jokic is okay. He's having a triple double, but he's a seven seed though. The pack, the Bucks are a third seed. They're two, probably two and a half games out of the the first the first seed. I'm sorry, but and they have beaten some good teams. I mean, with the exception of getting beat by the Knicks a couple times, or getting beat by the Knicks, getting beat by the Pelicans once, getting beat by who else they get beat by? And they got beat by the Hornets. With the exception of them two games, really, the the Bucks has been pretty. They pretty pretty decent. So I I, mean, I don't know if it's just me and I'm just. I'm just I'm just uh, a a bandwagon or not bandwagon, but if I'm just like a homer or something like that. But why is John is not in MVP's right MVP race now? I mean, somebody explain that to me. I don't know. It just me. I feel like for me, if Giannis is averaging damn near 28 points, probably uh, damn near 30 points, 10 rebounds, well, 10 more than 10 rebounds, like 13 rebounds and like seven assists, like not seven, but like six assists. I mean. Um, what, what what's going on? Like, I mean, he's averaging he he's like he's pretty much automatically automatic with double doubles. I don't know. It's just me. I don't know if it's just me just being a Bucks fan and always wanting the Bucks to be successful. Which I mean, I I would love. And speaking of Bucks being successful, man, did y'all see that game against the Memphis Grizzlies? That got, oh my god, that was so much pressure. And I'm like, bro, when I was watching that game, I'm like, bro. Why y'all making them like Memphis seem like they was good? Like the Bucks had it for a minute. They uh, it was just seemed like a, the Bucks was just going to route the at first, like in the first quarter, you talking, but yeah, the Bucks going to route the Memphis Grizzlies, and then the Memphis Grizzlies start balling. And then John Morant, I hate when I when I hate is when players don't play their percentage, which I mean they never do. They never do. This is the NBA, so they, and that that never happens. You can get a guy that gets twenty nine percent from three, and he go five for five. From the three, the next game, you like, okay, bruh, why is you not shooting terrible for three? 
and you got, and of course you got to play to their percentage as a when you game plan you play to their percentage. Okay, he's a twenty nine percent three point shooter, so you okay you don't really have to guard him like that. And then he you leave him open, and it's like oh my god, he makes seven threes tonight. It's like oh my god, why do you know, why don't you play to your percentage? Like it's why like can you just play to their percentage? I play two K two a little bit or in Madden too sometimes, and I I hate when teams or players don't play to their like average or their overall. I'm like okay. I mean, you are 82 overall. How's you catching that? Like, that pisses me off. It's just like, bro, it just gave me rage. It's just, I'd be like, oh, my God, why are you not playing to your average? Like, and it's not it's not me. It might just be me, me, me saying that I suck. It just, I probably suck really bad. It probably is true. I probably do suck. But, I mean, it's whatever. I don't really care. But, for me, I hate that when people don't play to their average or play to their to their level. Like, they, they're 82 average Catching one, one, uh, win, one handers and Madden, you be like, bro, why you, why you playing like you Odell and you and you a eighty two overall, like, bro, come on, you a seventy five overall, mossing everybody, like, bro, like, why are you doing that? So it's just like it pisses me off, but that's that's another another argument for another day. But yeah, man, it's the NBA. I, like I said, that's why I feel like right now, of course, the rookie of the year is Lamelo Ball right now, but um. Yeah, LaMelo Ball, like I said before uh, in the last podcast, LaMelo Ball is like just, and you see what Michael Jordan, even Michael Jordan said something, he, he had to speak something about it. He said, uh, what did he say? Let me look at my research department. MJ said, I think LaMelo has adjusted to the NBA game better than any of us ever thought this early in his career. He exceeded our expectations so far this season. So for me, it's like my, even Mike had to admit like, bruh, He's really good. Like even Mike had to admit, like, bruh, he's better than than most of us thought he was. Which I kind of told. I didn't say I, I didn't say that he was. I wasn't. I didn't predict that he was going to be that good or something like that. I didn't. I, I'm not saying like I'm a guru or something. Like, oh, I predicted that. No, I didn't. I didn't pick that. But I, I for me, I knew even when, when everybody was kind of re- like that phase of like the bar balls like moment when like. He started talking about his sons like that. People kind of like saying, oh, why is he talking about his sons like that? He's putting pressure on his son too much. And his son is pretty much averaging. He, I ain't mean, averaging a triple-double. He, but he can be one of them guys that can average a triple-double. Like he's kind of, he can be one of them guys that can average that triple-double because he's willing to, he's a good teammate, by the way. He's a good, willing passer. Probably willing, I mean, he, he, I ain't going to say he's a better passer. He's a flashier passer than his brother. Um, he's a better shooter than his brother. Way or he's not even you. He probably uh, uh, Lonzo could be the better shooter, but he's more willing to take the big shot. I'll say that he's more willing to say, "Okay, man, fluff it or fuck it." I'm just gonna take that big shot. I, he's more willing to do that. So for me, uh, I just feel like it. That just it it, go, it goes it goes in ways for me. Like sometimes people were hate, like they were hating on Levar Le- Ball. Now they kind of give him appreciation. Like, oh my God, he's he's a genius. A uh, duh, he knew what he was talking about. He just he wasn't talking out of the side of his head. Like if you look at Lamelo Ball's highlights in high school, and when he was in uh the them them uh Lithuania league, and when he was out in on the foreign basketball teams, he you could see his talent. You could see that he was gonna be great. And he's going to be great. He's probably going to win some championships. And people are going to talk about it. Oh, my God. He's so good. Uh, duh. LeVar Ball said it. Like, it just. And people keep on. I think people. Are, I think LeVar Ball just kept. 
he just sometimes people are just so quick to like to say when somebody say some outlanders like that, people are just so quick to say, okay, especially as a black man. I just think that, and I hate to bring race in it, but it always is. It's always gonna be like that when a black man like say just say some outlanders like that and say, yeah, my son's gonna be better than Mike Jordan, Michael Jordan, and then just to say that out loud. And say that like, yeah, my son's gonna be better than Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's better than Michael Jordan. He's better than this. And to say that out loud, you're like, man, what the hell is he talking about? Man, no, he ain't. Like, he's not gonna be better than Mike. I think even LeBar Ball knew like I'm doing this on purpose, duh. Of course, and it's, and even Mike could understand because Mike Mike drafted him, so Mike knew like, yeah, I know what he's doing. Like Mike knew, so it's like it was even ironic about this whole thing. That was the crazy thing about this whole. Like, this whole thing about LeVar Ball and stuff, man. Even Mike could understand, like, damn, he is probably, he, probably might, he might be better than me. He might be better than me. Like, it just, and, it, and it's not even, like, an outlandish statement now. It's just, like, it's just saying, like, what he believes in the sun. And it's, like, how can a man say, okay, he believes in the sun? Like, people wouldn't, okay, of course, we probably wouldn't go into the lengths of what LeVar Ball would say. But we will encourage our sons and our daughters to say, okay, you're going to be this good. You're you're gonna be really great in this world. You're gonna be great. You're gonna be uh better than this person or whatever. But you wouldn't say it out loud, of course. But you would say like, okay, you you would give your thoughts on it. So for me, I just felt like it just it just it just it just really takes me off when play, people do that when they go on this like rant and say, oh my god, he's doing he's saying too much. Like he's giving too much. Like I think some some people are get so they get so enamored and they get so frustrated when people kind of do that and go out on the, go out on the limb and say, yeah, this is what I'm, I'm going to do. Or this is why my son is going to be good or, or whatever. People are I think the media kind of boils it up and like makes it like more than really what it really is. When it, even when it came out, when LeVar Ball said that, I'm like, all right, whatever he might be. You never know. I mean, you never know His guys. He actually has the, 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 the tools to put it together and then not only does he have the tools to put it together, he has a great mentor. He has a great, I ain't going to say father figure because I think LeVar Ball is a great a great father figure, but he has a great uh, leadership and he has a great GM in Michael Jordan that knows how to win championships and knows talent. So it just makes perfect sense for him to even sign with the Hornets, which is even funny because everybody was talking about, oh, Mike will be mad and Mike and Mike drafted LaMelo Ball, so which, which is even more funny. But yeah, man, it's just and speaking of what's funny and what's like, oh my god, that's amazing. The Suns are in the playoffs and they're like the two seed right now. Now it's not funny, but it's just like fun to see that to see teams like that, like the Knicks are doing good this year, man. The Knicks are balling their their balls off. And that sounds nasty. I don't know. I'm not gonna say that. Balling their balls off. That sounds really like suspect, but I mean, they're balling their their lives out. Okay, I don't know. We just we're gonna say just we just gonna say this. They're balling right now, and I'm gonna say say that. I'm just gonna say that they're balling. They're balling right now because it sounds even suspect even saying balling and don't have nothing after that. But um, whatever, <laughs> it's whatever. But um, uh, yeah. So for me, yeah, like the Knicks are doing good right now. They're doing amazing right now. I know you got the like I said, the Suns are doing great now, right right now. And I think even. You got, and I'm sorry to like, cause when I say this, it's gonna be like, it gonna seem like a diss to Devin Booker, like Devin Booker is not good, but this is the Chris Paul effect. This is Chris Paul effect. Devin Booker wasn't doing, they were a 10th seed 
when they had Devin Booker. I'm sorry, they y'all wasn't that really good with Devin Booker. Devin Booker is a great scorer and whatever. He's a bucket getter. Whatever, man. I know that. But y'all wasn't doing as well without Devin, without Chris Paul. This is the Chris Paul effect. And you want to show you the Chris Paul effect? I'm going to show you the Chris Paul effect. I'm going to tell you, actually tell you about the Chris Paul effect. This is the teams that he's been on and what they're doing right now. So you have, you have uh, right now, what you got? So you had, he was on the OKC Thunder last year. The OKC Thunder last year, they ended up being 44 and 28 at the end of the season. And they were in fifth place. Now, right now, they're 14 and 20. They're 12th place right now. So look at, like, look at that. The Suns last year, they were in the 10th place in the seeding games. In the seeding games, they were 10th place, 34 and 39. Right now, they're 23 and 11. They're the second seed. This is called the Chris Paul effect. Chris Paul just adds that this element to your team that you need, that leadership, that just that moxie, that 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 the thing that you just need to just push you forward. And it's like I said, there's no diss to Devin Booker because Devin Booker is a bucket getter. He's he's one of the best point not point guards, but one of the best shooting guards of like our generation right now. But you just gotta put facts to facts. Chris Paul, this is. The Chris Paul effect. This is what you get when you get Chris Paul. You get a championship t- type team. Chris Paul brings this out of you. And the ownership of James Jones and and the coaching of Monty Williams, I, bigs up to you. Hand claps. I can't hand clap right now because it's going to sound bad on the mic. But if I can hand clap right now, hand clap. If you in your house and you in your wherever you at, hand clap. Just hand clap or air clap or something like that. I don't know because I don't know if you... At work or whatever, you can't really hand clap and you don't want to make a, make a scene, but just air clap or something like that. But just give congrats what crack. I'm going to give congrats and y'all give congrats what congrats is due. The Suns have put a team together that can make a run in the playoffs. Of course, we got to see we gotta see what happens. We got to see what happened in the playoffs because we could talk about all about the Suns being a great team and then they flop in the playoffs. And so, but we're going to, but I'm just going to give credit where credit is due. Right now, because if they're doing really good, and they made it, they have made a drastic turn from last year to this year. And like I said before, it's a this is it's the Chris Ball effect, and it's no diss to Devin Booker and saying Devin Booker is bad, but this is the effect what you get when you get Chris Ball on your team. He brings that he brings just something to your team that you need, and a lot of teams need it right now. But it's whatever, but. But in, in, speaking of what we need, we need what y'all, what we need to do, we need to talk to the NBA right now. Uh, NBA players or our association, if Adam Silver listening to the podcast, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, you never know what people are doing, but if you are listening to the podcast or if you on, if people on Facebook share this, or if you on whatever share this, uh, this message or this, even this podcast to the, uh, the ownership, not the ownership, but the GM or the. Not the GMs, but the you yeah forget the GMs, the GMs or the ownership or Adam Silver. Please, for the love of God, please put Kobe as a logo. Like, what are y'all? What are y'all waiting for? Like, what are y'all waiting for? Like, like and like even Kyrie talk talked about. He said black people. I ain't, he ain't saying the lines of what I talked about, but he said black. I think I don't know if he said he's the black kings. He's black kings made this made this. And I'm sorry. It's in, in for the NFL too. The black people are worth, and we we were just in Black History Month, so like we we can talk about like black stuff, like not black stuff, but we can talk about like like black empowerment. Of course, we, uh, we gonna always talk about that. 
But just to speak about it, like we want Kyrie talking about black people were the reason why you start we people watch, start watching basketball. Like people weren't watching basketball until like the Dr. J's and the 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 ice the Iceman Gervins came in the league. Like people weren't watching the NBA. Like oh my god, I gotta go see that NBA game. People weren't watching it. Like I'm sorry, they wasn't. I just feel like they wasn't until the, like black players came in. And he's not saying like the white players weren't bad or nothing like that. But we just bring a just a certain mock. We just bring a certain swag in there that y'all just need. It, it is, and I'm sorry, it is. It's just, we just black people just bring that certain swagger that you just oh my god, you just people kind of people just love it. Like the women love it. The men want to be it. Like the the kids admire it it just they just bring that certain just like uh, i don't know how to explain it it's just that certain at like you like that certain atmosphere that you just they just bring that certain like just that swagger that you be like oh my god i, I need that even when they make shots it just seems like oh my god it just seems like hot. i mean they make a shot but it's like, it seems so smooth it seems so like just like oh, okay i'm not worried like you know you're gonna make it and even their misses make look look good like their misses look like Oh man, if they would have made it, it just it would have been good. But look at that miss! Like even you wouldn't think, like, okay, how a miss look good? I don't know, but it does. Like it just, it, it just, it just, it just something about that though. But man, uh, yeah, like I said before, Kyrie, it was right, man. Kobe should be the logo. I'm sorry. I mean, Jerry West was a great waiting when he was, but I'm sorry, people weren't talking about like Kobe. Talk about Kobe. Like Kobe was Kobe is one of the all time greatest players teammates like ever like ever you know I mean he's up there with the Michael Jordan and Kareem's and stuff like he's like he's that great like come on man like ain't nobody uh, on your team ain't no when you in when you were in middle school I probably was in middle school I, you probably went in middle school at the same time as me but I remember you were like middle school or college or high school you ain't there you ain't say Jerry West like when you when you turn around and do a little shimmy move and then you turn around and make a a step back jumper and you got a paper ball. You ain't said ooh, ooh boom Jerry West. You ain't said that. You said boom ooh, ooh. You said Kobe. Like anybody ain't nobody saying Jerry West. I'm sorry. That's not was that the logo? I don't think it was probably. But like ain't nobody turn around and make a jumper and say ooh boom boom boom. Oh Jerry West. It don't sound right. Like they ain't say that. Like oh boom Jerry. Like they ain't said that. They, they turned around and said Kobe. So it just I feel like for me it just. I don't, it just, I, it's, it's time out, man. Just go on and put Kobe on the lo- as a logo, man. Like, it, you might as well. You just might as well, bro. But, um, y'all, I will see you guys next episode, though. But I, I was, lo- I love talking to you guys. I'm gonna see you guys. I'm not see you guys. You can listen to my podcast and you can see me eventually. You're gonna see me eventually. You're gonna see the face behind this, uh, smack talk or whatever you want to call it. But, um, uh, <laughs> in a minute, in a, uh, and um, in the near future, I'll give you like I said, I'll give you some updates on when I, when that will happen. But um, as right as of right now, it's not going to happen. But in the near future, it will closer than you think. But um, it it'll ha- it's going to happen. But um, uh, you guys, like I said, you guys and girls and gals and women and children or whatever who's talking, whoever's listening, <laughs> I'll see you uh, next episode. But if before I end this episode, I like guys uh, thank you for uh, listening to the podcast too. And also, I, if you want to listen to more of the podcast, because you might be just listening to on your like with your friend or whatever or whatever website you listen to or or or, or app or whatever you listen to on. 
or if you have a person that you like, okay, what are you listening on? What, where do you, where do you need to go to? Uh, you need to go to the, whatever you want to call a podcast either on Spotify. If you don't have Spotify, you can go to, you can go to the, uh, uh, Apple podcast or Apple iTunes and you can go there and you can listen to there or not Apple podcast or Apple iTunes or Spotify. You can go to Stitcher, either three, you can go to, you can go to the, whatever, the, whatever you want to call a podcast. Um, and you can go to either type in my name, E-M-A-R-K-E-S-E-N-A-S-H, or you can go to like, just type in whatever you want to call a podcast and it should pop up and you can start listening. You can start listening from the beginning or you can start listening from now. It really doesn't matter, but all I need to do is just listen, but I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.